Yeah. Hashtag. But, you know what? You know what made me really laugh in this movie um, was the fact that Chris Hemsworth and Chris Schneezy are the same age. That made me laugh. <laughs> and then it really made me depressed that. I think that's something that sounds very offensive about this. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is review number Thor 78 with a review of Thor colon Ragnarok. I am Christopher Schnazy. I'm Colin Patrick. <laughs> and I'm Colin Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spore the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we're back. We're talking about Thor Ragnarok, and uh, as such... Let's start off uh, by just going around the table and answering a question that can be posed by sort of part of the premise of this film, and that is, if you were to pick in a fight between Thor and the Incredible Hulk, who would you think should win? Who would you want to win? So, let's see, the green guy or the god? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say god. (laughs) Pick god for 500, Alex. (laughs) All right, Carson, do you agree? Uh, Should the god win? Uh... Yes, sure. I mean, we're not going to get any updates on on your travails in Russia. Is that the right word? I don't even know. I feel like we should... Is is there like an update to this? I don't know. I'm just riffing. My hand is literally shaking now. That's how... That's how... That's how fucked up my stomach is. (laughs) All right. Well, so for people who are listening, Carson is feeling under the weather, but he's toughing it out to stay on this podcast. I'm toughing Uh, it out. I'm I'm trying not to be a little bitch. That's what Sarah already (laughs) called me that. I got a stomach ache every day, you bitch. Oh, go get your Tums. (laughs) Yeah. No, I literally can't complain because she'll just call me out. She'll call me a little bitch. (laughs) She did. I was was FaceTiming right before this, and I was like, my stomach just hurt it. Started hurted. She's like, oh, it was probably fuck. it hurted that uh, yeah that got her. All right, so to recap, I went to Russia. It was amazing. Oh, Car- Carson yes. is feeling sick. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I want to hear it. I want to hear oh. the. I want to hear the travels, the travails. Uh, I mean, it was just mostly in Moscow, and that was it. Uh, but it was a great time. It was fun. Uh, I can tell you everything you want off air. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, was Natasha the, Romanoff there? All the all the <laughs> NC seventeen rated details. Uh, uh, naturally, uh, right. but no, it, it was a great time. Um, you are feeling sick in this episode, and I, I would pick the Incredible Hulk, uh, just because who cares about Norse gods? <laughs> first of all, second of all, obviously the more hurt he gets, the more mad he gets, and the more mad he gets, the more Hulk he gets. So eventually. If he can persist long enough, you know, just like Rocky Balboa, if he can stick in there long enough, he'll come through and win it in the end. Uh, dude, I mean, Chris Hemsworth definitely hotter than the Hulk, though. <laughs> we can all agree on that. The Thor, Thor definitely I mean, hotter. Clearly, that is true. Um, but yeah, hashtag. But, you know what? You know what made me really laugh in this movie um, was the fact that Chris Hemsworth and Chris Schneezy are the same age. That made me laugh. And then it really made me depressed that... I think that's something that sounds very offensive about this. <laughs> and then, like, he's only five years older than me, which is insane. Like, Chris Hemsworth looks like such a man, and we just look like <laughs> such boys. Little, just beta boys. 
Are you saying I do not look like a man, Carson? No, you don't look your age. Well, I, that's a compliment. Jacob that's... Tremblay is 47. So. Yeah, Jacob Tremblay is way older than all of us. Uh, time goes differently in the room. That's yeah. that's uh, what's important to know. I mean, you don't you, you don't get told by people that you look younger because like I do all the time. I, I mean, think I, it's I mean, it's complimentary. It's just, you know, a different. It's just Yeah. 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 But when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no it's just funny like i i mean i do it all i do it all the time like i think it's weird that i'm older than margot robbie like i just do it all the time <laughs> with weird. actors you know what i mean like it's just weird because they look older than me yeah anywho so thor ragnarok guys uh, right. <laughs> uh should we get into this trailer sure all right we're gonna take a listen to the trailer for thor ragnarok and then we're gonna come back and give you guys a review So much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. Where are we? You have no idea. Although the goddess of death has invaded Asgard. Oh, I've missed this. And you and I had a fight recently. Did I win? No, I won easily. Doesn't sound right. Well, it's true. Asgard is dead. And it'll be reborn in my image. I thought you'd be glad to see me. We need to stop her here and now to prevent Ragnarok, the end of everything. So we're putting together a team. Like the old days. Surprise! This will be such fun. Hello. Hi. He's a fighter. Not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of again? We're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. Thor like water. Well, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like raging fire. So I like smoldering fire. <laughs> All right, so that was the trailer for Thor Ragnarok. It is the third film in the Thor side of the, the MCU. And uh, basically, uh, there is like an old legend about Ragnarok coming to destroy... Uh, What's the place called? Asgard. Asgard. And, A- As- uh, Asberg. Uh, yeah. Uh, Asgard. And uh, essentially, some bad stuff happens. Uh, some dangerous things are happening around Asgard. And Thor gets accidentally thrown to some weird trash planet where he encounters this weird fighting league and encounters the Incredible Hulk and has to somehow find his way back 
to Asgard to try to save it from being destroyed uh, by a big evil person, goddess of death, named Hela. <laughs> She's hella hot. <laughs> uh, but yes. That's all I got, guys. Stephen Miller, why don't you start us off and let us know what you thought of Thor Ragnarok, a film which, correct me if I'm not, you were not excited to see. You, you are correct. I was, <laughs> I was not excited to see Thor Ragnarok, arguably due to no fault of the movie or the trailer, just due to my brain. I, I've talked before about like I'm I'm getting Marvel fatigue. You guys like these, <laughs> these movies are all starting to blur together to me. There's only three movies a year, <laughs> Stephen. How could you possibly be getting tired of it? It's three movies in a year. I know, I know, I know. It yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, but but there's just something about it where. There, for me, there has been diminishing returns on watching the, the fun quipping superhero over and over again, and this movie, like the trailer, definitely looked inventive and different. It had that kind of bright colored feeling that Guardians gave us, but for the most part, we think of like Suicide Squad and other movies for being more of the, <laughs> more of the like ridiculously bright, uh, flamboyant, stylistic, color palettes. Um, and it, it looked fun. It just something felt off to me about the trailer i was like okay so thor is gonna fight hulk and i know that already now so like the reveal isn't gonna be a reveal and i don't know it'll probably be fun whatever and maybe i'm just a like stick in the mud because what i got was exactly that like it was a fun it was a fun movie it was taika waititi brought his style to it it had off-kilter humor and kind of like purpose missed beats and dead air like 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 the kind of funny awkward humor that he's known for it had like visual panache it looked different it looked like a person who enjoys comic books making a comic book movie that had very particular characters like a large portion of this movie takes place on sakar which is just this absurd kind of uh tron-like world i would say it's just like there, there's something like like it's very bright and strange and people dress in a different way and jeff goldblum is there which is always funny um <laughs> it's literally the marvel version of jodorowsky's dune yeah yeah like it there, there was fun to be had here and there's just something where like the the fun on screen never was as fun for me as i felt like it wanted to be or as much fun as the audience around me seemed to be having. Um, part of that is I do kind of blame the trailers. Like there are a lot of big reveals and big laugh lines of this movie that the trailer has been shoving in your face for like six months already. Like the whole build up to when he and uh, the Incredible Hulk are going to fight, which is like arguably one of the centerpieces of the film like there's a big ramp up to that moment with lots of like who's it gonna fight who's it gonna fight who's it gonna yeah, be yeah. who's this challenge contender yeah. going to be and like when hulk finally shows up and chris helmsworth gives his funny like comic response to that moment the whole audience burst out laughing and yeah. i was just sitting there like the fuck you guys we've seen this before yeah we like we already knew this was gonna happen but in the trailer we see his reaction we don't we don't get to see jeff goldblum's reaction or loki's reaction that, that's true. like there there is there is right. more comedic beats from other people's reactions than just the characters that we know yeah like i i don't true but that stuff wasn't necessarily that funny well but i i, I do think i think the whole arc of this film would have been like a pretty fun discovery if not for having all of it ruined beforehand yeah and normally i don't care about tr spoilers one bit this just felt like it spoiled a lot of the 
a lot of the comic reversals where the whole humor is supposed to come from like reversing expectations in that moment. Um, I don't know. It was, it was fun. Like it was a fine Marvel movie. It was, it's just like, I don't know. Guardians already brought us that fun, goofy, playful version of the Marvel universe. I didn't really feel like this built on it. And I think I'm just, I'm like I'm I'm tired of these Marvel movies. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know what else to say. It's like if I watched this one before I'd seen the others, I'd be like this is definitely one of the best ones. Like it's a lot more fun and pure and doesn't have like the UN or like it doesn't have like dreary long monologues. Like this is a playful fun movie that has like a villain that is not interesting but it's fun to watch and the fight sequences are like entertainingly choreographed and it's all fun, and it just, I don't know. Maybe it was a combination of, like, I kind of hated the audience this time. Uh, mixed Uh-oh. with just me being, like, huh, not. Huh. <laughs> so my audience was basically what Carson thinks the Fat House is. Oh, uh, yes, finally. Yeah. But it what, wasn't, you, the, it wasn't it was, Fat House. Yeah, it wasn't the Fat yeah, House. Yeah, it was a different uh, theater. Um, it was the used-to-be Kabuki Theater, yeah, which yeah. is now the AMC dine-in and yeah, suck. Diners, oh. drive-ins, and kill yourself. Um, <laughs> but the, I love that it, show. Like, I can't blame anyone either. Like, I, I saw the movie with Joanna, and I mentioned like hating the audience, and she was like, "Really?" Like, she didn't notice. But to me, it was just like <laughs> they laughed a little too, a little too quickly. Like, laughed a little. They, they were just like a little too quick to laugh, a little too early, a little too eager to be having fun in that self-conscious way that makes me by proxy feel like. I must be like not watching the same movie because I chuckle like this is fun like yeah I'm enjoying it but didn't need didn't need that kind of response so I don't know I I was maybe in a crotchety old mood but for me this movie delivered on exactly what I thought it would be which is a totally fine fun movie that had a little bit of Taika Waititi's stamp but like not enough to really differentiate it and I just want differentiation now Carson Patrick. I, I semi agree with what Steven's saying. I, I, I hear where you're coming from. Um, but I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, and I was, I was looking forward to it, you know, when they announced that, that Taika Waititi was going to do this one. Um, and, you know, everything that I had seen on it indicated that it would at least be a lot more fun than, um, than the you know civil bros and the usual marvel stuff so while i don't think it's the best marvel movie ever as some people are touting um i i don't even think i wouldn't even put it in the top five but uh i i I do think that it is a lot of fun it has a good energy um and i'll watch these i'll watch this any day over you know the more serious ones um i mean i i've I've liked all of the Thor movies. I mean, nobody liked nobody really liked the Dark World. It seemed, but uh, I know Chris and I we had a fun time with it. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with the dark times with the dark elves. Um, <laughs> I gotta, enjoyed the first Thor. I, I had fun. Yeah, with that movie. I mean, I've liked all of them. I, I mean, I like the fact that they're just really silly and goofy um, and are just completely detached from reality. Um, and I think you know this one. This one definitely ramped up the silliness and everything, and I I really appreciated that, and I appreciated the fact that, uh, you know, it did have a voice, it did have his signature humor and and stuff. Although it does, I feel like the 
my my beef with it was that it did kind of feel a little bogged down by like the Marvel machine. Like it, it felt like in parts where it, it, it would start and stop because it felt like every 15 to 20 minutes they had to switch gears, you know, to, to kind of give you some of the, you know, address the, the Marvel stuff. And then they could do go f- like another 20 minutes of just of jokes and Taika Watiti doing his thing. Um, cause I, I feel like, um, you know, so I, I guess in what I'm trying to say is that this one didn't feel quite as standalone as, uh, something like the, the guardians movies or like uh, Iron Man three, um, or, and I, and I like even something like, uh, Spider-Man homecoming, I thought I liked that a lot better. Um, because I, I felt like it kind of did the same thing as this, but they like integrated all the, the Marvel stuff like a more smoothly it seemed like because i remember that was like my big fear going into that which it was it would just constantly reference you know the previous movies and stuff and they did but it didn't it, it wasn't distracting or anything um but i don't know something about here like there there definitely seemed to be a little bit of a, a budding of the heads between the two but it wasn't enough to like fully detract from the the fun time that it was giving so um i i enjoyed it i like the cat the cast is definitely like one of the best casts they've put together and i think it was great that they uh utilized uh chris hemsworth's uh comic timing more than they have in the previous thor movies and just you know his character in general they kind of like at least to me it kind of felt this way um where they kind of they kind of did what similarly to what they did in Iron Man 3, which was kind of just deconstruct the character of Thor, like they did with Tony Stark, where they they kind of like jettisoned a lot of the things that you were used to. Like, you know, he gets he cuts his they get they cut his hair, his hammer gets destroyed, and you know they're, other they're, things we might censor. Other th- <laughs> yeah. yeah. His yeah, hammer yeah. gets destroyed in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm, no, I'm referring to the missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The there's there's stuff that happens at the end that's very like okay like um but but even like you know the the stuff with thor like destroying the hammer and having him like forcing him kind of into situations where he does he can't rely on like his godly powers um that reminded me of iron man 3 where they kind of stripped tony stark of his powers a little bit by not having him in his suit a lot and, and having to rely on his wits and stuff. Um, so that, that little, that stuff like that was definitely a welcome, you know, to change it up after two movies and, 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 you know, just try and not keep it stale or, or keep it fresh. Um, so yeah, like I'm like, I'm, I'm totally down with this movie. I, I think it's fun, but, uh, I mean, really, I'm just, I'm just ready for Justice League. So, <laughs> and also, like, come on, the black, the Black Panther trailer is better than this movie. The, the Black Panther, like that trailer, is partly why I didn't feel as hot on this movie because I'm like, you really can make a. Uh, hopefully, the movie lives <laughs> up to the trailer, but it's like yeah, you yeah. can make a Marvel movie that is fresh and different and badass. I, I still can't tell whether the movie will actually have the style that the trailer has because somebody is cutting the shit out of that trailer yeah. and it's great. Um, oh, I think it will, especially since uh, Ryan Coogler 
I feel like he'll put that in there. Like he did with Creed. Like where I thought the soundtrack and everything. I feel yeah. like it'll be like that. Yeah. Which is why it's going to be dope. One can only hope. I hope so. But yeah, so for me, um, I, I had some fun with this movie. Like I, I think there are a lot of funny moments like i i had more than chuckles during this movie i had some like good laugh out loud like moments. good chris laughs like good chris laughs you know like where it's like uh where like i had a good hearty out loud chuckle where i wasn't too embarrassed because most of the people in the audience were laughing as well mm. um and and i think that those aspects of the film are great like i think i think the comedy is is good um so i i'm, I'm still not clear carson whether you're saying that like the breaks it has to take to do the Marvel thing. I don't know whether you're referring to trying to tie it to the, to the rest of the films or just trying to have a Thor universe in general, because I thought it was a great example of a standalone film that doesn't it besides the scene where like Loki's walking through a room that has items that reference the rest of the series. It seems like this was completely self self contained. Um, but I think all of the Asgard stuff, leave it like, cut it out we don't need that if there was if this was simply a thing where because in um in the civil pro movie um wasn't thor like going around trying to find his own shit for a while or was that i think he's hunting Ultron? for infinity stones or something yeah yeah it, that that's why he's not in civil bro yeah yeah, yeah. So he's like out doing something. So if he landed on whatever the planet is, Jeff Goldblum's trash planet, if he landed there, found the Hulk and then spent the whole movie just trying to convince the Hulk to leave. Perfect movie. Like this movie would be great if that's all it was. The whole like, hey, like friggin crazy shit's happening back on Asgard and we really need you to come back and help me out putting together a team. Uh, well, yeah, all- like that's I mean, that kind of stuff. I guess just like kind of the general plot or the plot in general, because that was kind of just fell in line with like standard Marvel. Yeah, it has the cookie villain cutter plot. Marvel mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And and um, I feel like that like what ends up happening at the end of this movie was stuff where they kind of dictated beforehand, like, okay, we need to end up at this place. Now how we get there, you can decide on your own, but you know, this and this definitely needs to happen because this needs to set up something for Avengers infinity war or whatever. But like, there was definitely some, some, uh, construction there that felt like they needed to do that to, for future events. But, but no event in this story is required for anything moving forward. Like the the post trailer uh, post trailer the the post credit sequence is the only thing that connects it to the rest of the series at all, um, and I think that like that's fine. Like I'm 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 totally happy with that. I just I just felt like the fun of being on that planet and seeing Jeff Goldblum and seeing like the people just interacting oh, yeah. in this weird city. All of that was great. And oh, I mean, I I, I agree with you on that. Like that felt the most uh, on brand for taika watiti yeah yeah and it's like i i I, I, that would have been the whole film yeah this would be a damn great movie i mean (laughs) you know yeah like i'm with you there like i i I would have preferred that like i mean they they could have cut out all of the Kate blanchett stuff i mean i liked her in the movie and and, Um, and I, i will even say that i would have watched a separate thor film 
that was just this uh Kate Blanchett arc of of her coming back and trying to fuck shit up. Like she's great. Like I I honestly thought she was amazing she's in this role. She's a good villain. She's cool. Like, yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's she's an amazing villain. She like uh, just owns that shit hardcore and like I I thought she was she was great. Um Yeah, she definitely I, ele- elevated it above, you know, uh just standard Marvel villain. Yeah, and like I, I, I like she played it perfectly. I would love to watch a film where she was the villain of it. I just think that in this film where we're having this like fun romp in Trash City, like just do the fun romp in Trash City, you know, like like that's yeah. that's that's all I want, you know, like the 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 hunt for the Hulk people, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> like I'm totally fine with that being the film that we're watching, and I would have loved this movie, um, but I think that as one solid work it's a lot of stuff that gets bogged down with this like oh asgard and like uh, i've heard about this ragnarok thing happening and we're trying to prevent it but like we don't even really know what it is and like oh my god look at all this like lore that's like built below all these frescoes and stuff like that like it's just all this stuff that like i it could be interested in given the correct context but when you juxtapose it with this really fun silly stupid stuff Mm -hmm. that is just it, 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 this feels like if, if like if you're watching an anime series and like in between the seasons they like skew away from the manga and they go to the ramen shop <laughs> and stuff like that. This feels like one of those episodes where it has nothing to do with anything. It's just killing time before the story picks up again. This would have been great as that. But instead we try to have this like backstory and we learn more about Thor and learn about like Odin's legacy and stuff like that. And it's that stuff I... Honestly, don't care about. I mean, as I joked about in the opening question where I'm like, who cares about Norse gods? Like, it just, it's not really that interesting to me. Um, So why bother? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I feel, I I feel what you're saying. And like, I agree. I think the, it gets bogged down by plot mechanics. I think to me, the, the combination made both halves feel not as good. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it isn't just that, those moments on Asgard were unnecessary and bogged it down and like required too much explanation and changed the tone of the movie. But it it also lessened the impact of the comedy because rather than the comedy being like, this is just a zany superhero movie. Now this is a regular superhero movie with zany asides as like throwing the audience at Taika Waititi bone. Yeah, and yeah. The, there was a feeling I got there where it, like it most captured by a very early sequence. It might be the opening sequence um, where Thor is speaking with a character, like a villain in a very humorous deadpan way. And if there could be a movie that is built around that tone, that would be really fun and irreverent. And like, that's what it would be trying to do. But in the context of the rest of the movie seems like that didn't play for me that well either. It kind of felt like, like someone being tame on purpose, just being like, I, I don't know. It almost felt more like the Joss Whedon, like I'm going to throw in like a couple chuckle lines here to, to make people happy. And it, there was just something about that mashup that like, it didn't feel as fun as I think Taika Waititi unrestrained would have made. Yeah. And seeing both of those things in collision made me not, not able to have as much fun with the fun parts as I would have otherwise. It's it's also weird too, like in context with how powerful Kate Blanchett is like, in one scene, she basically kills like all of Asgard mostly. <laughs> yeah. Right? In like in like just a thirty seconds, she's just like, Who wants to fight? Everyone's dead. And it's like 
when you're bouncing back and forth, you're like, okay, well, if in 30 seconds she lays waste to the entire army, then if we cut away for five minutes to make jokes, like, the city should be gone. Right. <laughs> right? So, like, so when you cut back and there's still people hanging around going like, well, should we fight you? It's like, no, you shouldn't because everyone died 30 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. And so like it, it's – they almost like – I don't know if it's because they had to shorten everything. They overpowered her uh, just so they could show her power, cut away, and then cut back. But like it just felt like you would have to balance that a little more to be able to draw out that longer. And it kind of – Kind of felt like they were just doing shorthand on both sides of, of the thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that. Like, I think the the true YTT version of this movie was captured by the character that YTT plays in this movie. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that was Korg. funny. Yeah, I, I thought he was funny. And he was funny in a more bold way. It was funny in a, like, this might alienate the Marvel audience type of funny. And... Like, it was still easy because it was in the confines of a regular movie, but he was like, you couldn't always hear every joke he was saying. He was very out of touch with the rest of what was going on in the movie. And, like, that works for me great, right? Like, that's what I come to expect from a Taika Waititi movie. Yeah. Um, And by contrast, just, I I don't know. There's something too tame about it, especially when you, like you said, you remember while all the serious stuff is going on, like, not only is Asgard being laid waste basically but while thor is cracking these jokes thor is also devastated about what is happening and yeah. th- those two things of like him being devastated and sad but then also quipping i get that that's like a juxtaposition that comic books always have but it- it's just something that didn't like it didn't fully work for me yeah it- it's still fun but it-, it isn't like in guardians of the galaxy you don't really believe that they're that serious about anything like they're just having a fun time yeah and they're like they love that they are superheroes and they're just having like having an amazing time fighting things and saving the world. And you don't mix that with like devastation. Oh no. How will I deal with this sort of angst? Like those two things don't go together very well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's funny because I thought, see during the movie, I didn't know like I, the, uh, the character of Korg, that uh, Taika Waititi does the mocap for. I thought that, um, like, to me, that felt like a troll move. Like, it totally felt like a, f- a finger to to Fox by saying, like, we wanted Here's to have... Fantastic Four character. Yeah, like, we wanted to have the thing, but we couldn't. So we literally just made a monster that looks similar, but is just generic looking enough that we don't get sued. Um, and I feel like there was even a line where he said, like, I'm the best thing or something. <laughs> and like, like, it was like, right. It was like right off the bat. And like, I, and I was like, that has to be a dig at the fact that they can't use um, the thing from Fantastic Four because of of the rights issues. And like, um but apparently Korg is a real character in in one of the Hulk comics that I looked up later. But I think uh, I still couldn't really figure out if they were if he's like related to the thing or something. But it's clearly like a similar creature. But uh, the I, way it's I got the way it's too. the way it's played in the movie feels like a very troll like middle finger to uh, Fox for being like, hey, uh, we can't use those characters because you guys own them. But he can't be related to the thing, right? Because all the Fantastic Four started off as regular humans. 
No, I'm just saying, like, whatever. Captain Logic over here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> whatever alien that possesses them or that gives them their powers, remember? They it's get the powers from, like, an alien source, bro. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, space radiation and stuff. <laughs> I have a controversial not- thing to say. Go on. I don't like Hulk very much. You don't like uh, Hulk? Almost every scene where Hulk is talking and there's supposed to be a funny dynamic between them, I like, I wasn't vibing on it. You, know, you don't like him basically being a giant child? I feel no. like they make him too much of a child. It's like, it, it isn't fun to see that banter for very long. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce banter. Um, I can't I'm I agree with with you Steven like Hulk is kind of a dumb character like I like Bruce Banner the character oh yeah sure I like him a lot like when when it's just Mark (laughs) Ruffalo (laughs) no when it's Mark when it's Mark Ruffalo in Banner human form he's awesome I wanted the whole movie to just be him wearing Tony Stark's clothes and like being neurotic I won't say what it is but I would say that Mark Ruffalo has the best scene in this entire movie Oh he, yeah, he's definitely I know what you're talking about. For sure. But yeah. yeah, like Hulk, the character of Hulk is just, oh, it's dumb, and he'll always look fake as fuck. They'll never get the colors right. He'll just always look f- fucking fake. How many times you been zapped with gamma radiation? Uh, all all of it, bro. Like if I wanted to just see a child throw a tantrum throughout a whole movie, I'd watch the Florida Project. Oh, oh snap! Dang. I like I like child Hulk guys. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, I thought it was great. <laughs> I'm just saying that there, there was something funny about him. Just like, like when he just plop himself on the bed all big and dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it was there. There is something to it that I liked. It, it was one of those things where, again, like, this is why I don't know if I blame the movie. I might just be getting like to be a crotchety old man. But <laughs> yeah, I, I like I saw I saw the comedy. I just didn't like feel the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the Hulk stuff, don't yeah. don't go full Hulk. You know who I didn't like? Loki. Mm. I think like I think Loki is a great character, and I think that he's just getting progressively worse and worse I in the context of the show. The, I thought I I thought he was fine in this. Yeah, I, I was okay with him. I just I I do kind of agree. There's these characters of unknown allegiance, kind of like Mystique in the X Men. Uh, pre whatever movies i don't i don't know what we consider those um the there, there's some yeah, yeah in in the x-men prequels or reboot there's there's something about these characters of unknown allegiance where like after a while whether you're going to switch back and forth is like yeah. pick a damn side yeah <laughs> like yeah, that can't be your whole side, character Tony Almeida. <laughs> good pull but i like uh, I, he's I gonna, like the, he's gonna fucking die and come back two seasons later I, I like the humor of of Loki just fine. Like I, I enjoy his style. I like the way he does things. There's just um, the, so yeah, he, the, so the was, tension treating him seriously doesn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. Like like him interacting with the Grandmaster was great. Him interacting with any other character and and the story as a whole not so great. In he fact, just needs his own movie. His He's best fine. scenes. His best scenes were when he was being played by Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> oh whoa. He just needs like his own movie where he goes on a heist. Loki yeah. Lucky. Nice. <laughs> Good one. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we, 
We nailed it. You got to take the small victory, Stephen. Maybe he'll do the eleventh movie. I, I do want Taika Waititi though to direct. Uh, I'd rather him direct the uh, the next Avengers movies. But uh, it's a little late for that, right? <laughs> I know, I know. But I I would have rather someone like him done it, or uh, at, at least have him direct the next Doctor Strange. Um, that could be. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's just, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like the, there was a, um, uh, uh, Vince Mancini on film drunk talked about this movie and he, he basically, he was kind of just describing Marvel movies in general, but mostly this one where like all Marvel movies are just like a corporate event. Now, like you just show up knowing what to expect and they all have this like, you know, structure and then they hire like a director to come in you know, to fill in the gaps with the jokes and the crowd work. Um, like the MC. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, I mean, I can't, I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. Like, I, I think he was a little more negative on the movie, but I, I definitely agree with that statement where it like, and that's kind of where I was trying to get at where it did feel a lot of the times where they, they kept switching gears every now and then because they had to address like kind of the, the bulleted Marvel points. And then when, you know, when they were done with that, like they could just kind of goof off and he could do his insert, his, you know, brand of humor and stuff. Um, it definitely didn't feel like, uh, you know, like, uh, Shane Black came in and just gave him all the finger and kicked them out. And then was just like, I'm doing this my way. Like it didn't completely feel like that. Where it was like, oh, you've now been blacklisted type of thing. Like it definitely Shane felt blacklisted. Right, right. Getting. Um it definitely felt I mean it, I mean I mean for better or worse, I guess, it definitely felt like a collaboration of the two. And I mean that's fine. As long as like the, you know, I mean that's fine with me in the sense that it was like you know as long as the person's voice isn't lost I think that's the main thing and that's when these movies become really boring is when that happens um and you know I I did like a lot of the color like the the colorful splashes in this movie like especially you know on the the Jeff Goldblum planet um and there were a couple like cool shots and stuff but it still has that. Basically, anytime they're on Asgard, Asgard, like there, there was still like you know, it still has the Marvel, like TV look, um, you know. So you know, they get like kind of the color in there on this one, but it didn't. It still felt like you know, it didn't still felt like uh, didn't have that weight, you know. But uh, no, I, I feel you. I, I feel the same. It it, it really felt like uh, Sakar was kind of. Taika Waititi's little playground, like his sandbox to do everything he wanted to do. And then the rest of the movie was just in service to the Marvel bullet points. Yeah. I mean, there was a really like, like there are some legitimately cool uh, visuals in the movie. It's just not like the entire thing. Like, I think it's in the trailer where it shows like the Valkyries riding in on the, the, the Pegasus. That was a very DC looking oh, shot. Yeah. That, that, that shot I, was I, rad though. Yeah, that's, 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 oh no, I, that's I probably mean that as a compliment. That's probably why it looked good. It looked like a Zack Snyder shot. Um, <laughs> no, it but, totally did. Like yeah. everything in slow mo with just blades flying through everything. It was well, there was there is even one like camera move that looked very uh, like Zack Snydery or just like not 
like I, like I don't think I've seen a camera move like that in the entire Marvel movie where it was like it was like Loki and Valkyrie. First of all, Tessa Thompson was really great as Valkyrie. I thought she was awesome. Um, but they're walking in right to like uh, beat Jeff Goldblum, and the the floor is like uh, like a mirrored floor, and the oh, camera yeah, that was super red. Mm-hmm. The camera like goes down, but then it comes back up because it's in the reflection. Like that kind of shit was like a. That was like, a, oh, we snuck one in type yeah. of thing. I don't know. <laughs> as if as, as if cool <laughs> shots aren't allowed yeah. in the MCU. <laughs> I don't know, because like that, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll just take what I can get, you know, like there's also that shot where where Tessa Thompson walks in slow-mo off her ship and there's just like a bunch of fireworks. Like that was cool. That was like a roll up in the club gif, you know, that's the thing is this was a very like a lot of the things I liked in this movie were slow-mos and montages. Yeah. Which is kind of snidery, actually. Yeah, I mean, I and I think that's why I'm I'm looking forward to Black Panther because it it definitely seems to have like a different, at least more of a um, a different look. Um, definitely has a very '90s vibe, but there's just like a lot of cool, like just everything about it looks cool. Like mm-hmm. even if some of it ends up still looking kind of like with the Marvel sheen on it, like at least there'll be you know, it looks like there's a lot more just like cool stuff to pick from. Um, Michael B. Jordan is like a swag villain. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that outfit he has, like they show him like really quick where he's standing like next to Andy Serkis. Yeah. And he's literally just looks like he stepped off of a rap video from like 1996. <laughs> like, are you Lorenz Tate in Menace to Society? Because that's what you look like. Char- character inspiration here. <laughs> All right, so should we get to verdicts for this film, guys? Yeah. All right. All right, Stephen Miller, if you're going to give this a must-see, a reckoner with a caveat, wait for until a pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? Like, this is the problem, is I kind of dug myself in a hole now where I I can't give this, like, a bad score because I think it's better than most of the Marvel movies. Like, <laughs> I, like, I mean that. I think it's better than at least half of the Marvel movies. Um, and I've typically been, like wait for rental for the mediocre ones recommend with a caveat at least for the good ones and this is like this is fun it, it if it, if you wanted to see a marvel movie this is recommend with a caveat like easy i i just don't feel it in my heart anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like i gotta recommend because it's not not good but i'm i'm not <laughs> i'm not excited about them the way i used to be yeah carson patrick what would you give it i, I mean i i'll easily give it a recommend um but yeah, I can't I can't wholeheartedly give it a, you know, a, a full on must see or anything like I have for like Guardians or uh, Spidey Ho or, uh, you know, or Iron Man 3. Like, I, I don't think it's on that level, um, but it's easily a recommend. Like, I think, like I said, like I, it kind of sounds like, you know, you're you're like a like we're damning with faint praise, but like I, I, at least I had a, I did have a legit fun time with it. I like, I'll no, take, I did too. It's a, yeah. there's a curve that I'm grading on of like, yeah. How I mean, many of these I've seen. <laughs> I mean, we're now, I mean, how many Marvel movies deep are we? Like 16, 17, 17 like, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like Steven said, if the this, number never changes. If this was, the, if this <laughs> was like the, 17, <laughs> no, I looked it up. It was 17. Is it really 17? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. What the fuck. Yeah. No, that sounds right. In these phases? Wikipedia, let's see. In the MCU. Yeah, in the MCU, from Iron Man to now. It Holy is. shit. I mean, come on, it's been almost 10 years since Iron Man, bro. 
I can't find the number, but I'm pretty damn sure it was 17. Name three. Uh, maybe it's uh, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. Yeah, Iron it's Man the 17th film in the MCU. Holy shit. Yep, there you go. Have you seen them all? You sure have. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've only missed, I didn't see Thor 2, actually. I oh, think that's wow. the only one I didn't see. You're Sad missing times. out. Sad times. The you get dark, to see the, the other best elves. Loki moment in all of the series. Is, like, oh, I don't even right. know what happened to Natalie Portman. Oh, she got... No. Uh, <laughs> Watch it. She, she basically just activated her escape clause. Okay. <laughs> she told it, turned into Wolverine? <laughs> I mean, I think she her just... Escape clause. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... If you go I love back, how Carson or Steven tries to make like <laughs> that statement was dumb, and by the time you're done making fun of it, you're laughing. No, I was I was realizing your joke. And okay, laughing. it was literal. No, uh, but if you go back and listen to our our Thor two review, uh, we were talking about like um, I think it's in the actual review. We were talking about the Santa Claus for some reason, and Chris <laughs> didn't know that the Santa Claus was a pun, like the title of the movie. <laughs> Was the pun? It's spelled like clause, like contract. And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, like that's the whole point is that it's a pun." And then like we started talking about Natalie Portman's character in the movie, and we're like, "Oh well, she, she activated." And we actually might have been talking about the trailer for the movie. That was back when we did trailers. We're like, "Looks like she activated her escape clause in this fucking movie." <laughs> you anyway. remember that conversation way too well. Tangent, tangent. Uh, but yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Call back. Call back. <laughs> uh, well, I am also going to give it a recommend with a caveat. Um, I think that it's like if, if you're going to watch a movie, you shouldn't be offended by this in any way. Like, it's fun. I laughed out loud a number of times. Um, I don't ultimately walk away from it being like, that Thor movie was a great movie. Um, but it is one that, like, I didn't hate it watching it. And I think I had a good time with it. And, uh, why not? Why not enjoy yourself some nice fun, even though these guys don't like Baby Hulk? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a fun time, so why not go see it? Why? Why not? Is is it weird for me to say that I like? I even while I didn't love this movie, I like feel proud of Taika Waititi. <laughs> like I, I feel like he did like he took the reins and did something with it. And it's very hard to do something with this kind of film. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think he did his job, like, if not exactly as well as possible, like, pretty damn close. Like, he he straddled the line that he had to straddle. Yeah. And, like, good on him. I'm excited to see what he makes now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, he did, he came in and definitely delivered. I just think that it's like you said, since we're, like, 17 movies deep now, maybe if this movie was, like, like four or five you know, we would be a little different. But since we've become so we've we've seen kind of the gamut of everything they have have offered, you know, and this just doesn't, you know, it doesn't quite stack up against some of their other stuff. Yeah. So all I yeah. know is all, all I want to know is when do we get our uh, Grandmaster spinoff film? Oh, please. Well, I mean, you know, right, that he's the. His character is the brother of Benicio del Toro's character in. I thought they seemed Guardians very the similar. I no. did. I didn't know that though. That yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, 
So can we get a movie with them two together? Like just yeah. fucking living around? in a house with Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Howard yeah. the Duck is there for some reason. Yeah, Howard the Duck can be in it too. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, well, I think uh, that's probably going to do it for this episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. So, uh, Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? People can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. Carson Patrick, where can they find you? Well, I'm feeling a lot better by the end of this now. So, uh, you can find me not throwing up in a toilet. <laughs> Of my own <laughs> devices. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was waiting for the next word. Um, well, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at SpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you, want, if you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Thor Ragnarok. Uh, it's going to be actually... The immigrant song. Not an immigrant song. Yeah. It's going to be the Grandmaster's Jam Sesh. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the score was actually pretty decent in this for Marvel. I mean, it kind of was like the... It kind of like reflected the movie where like they had to get in the basic superhero themes... But then they would like punctuate it with some funky synth, you know, occasionally. Some of it was memorable. Yeah. More so Um, than others. But yeah, so that is it. Um, Thank you guys for holding down the fort uh, while I was on my travels. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll still publish the remaining two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was getting, uh, getting worried there for a second. Going oh. the way of the homesman. <laughs> I figured, yeah, I no. figured that he listened to that Geostorm episode and was like, oh, fuck this. No, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to get into this Geostorm oh. episode. I don't, I don't know what I'm getting into yet, but I assume it can't be worse than Geostorm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well. Probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on par. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for joining me, guys. Yep. And thank you guys all at home for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.